Tap your mic. I want to make sure that mic. That's not. It's not working. Of course, it's fucking not. Ready, you introduce it, let's go. Um, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What Af. Um, I'm back in the, the room again. Not been here for a while, have I? No, you haven't. You've been wandering like a wanderer. Yeah, so I'm back in. It's good. It feels like I've never been away. <laughs> it's great. I, cha- I shaved the moustache off. Have you seen that? That's yeah. gone. Yeah. Um, none of my, neither my wife or kids will entertain kisses, basically. And the excuse is always you're it's too bristly when you're trying to kiss me on the cheek in the nights right. or whatever. So I put that to the test. <laughs> so when I get told to jog on tonight, I'll go, right, what's the excuse tonight then? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Bristly. Tap that mic again because I, I don't know if it's, that is coming for It's very echoey in there where you are. It is, yeah. There's more than one of me. Yeah, no, it looks good. I like it. I wish it. there was actually more than one of me. I have to say. Oh, there does. You need to be. Yeah, need to be all over the place nowadays, isn't it? Con- connoisseurs among you um, of 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 mic stand etiquette will will see the green paper clip holding that together. And the sellotape. And the sellotape. That is um, the future is iconic. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know who got hold of that and oh. managed to destroy the mic stand, but that's no amazing. idea. No. It happens. I swear, when when this place closes up, there's like a gang of about eighteen fucking wild bulls <laughs> that just come running around, normally yeah. stamping on mic packs. Yeah. So I'm there presenting right now. You know, you're talking to sort of an eminent professor of whatever. My mic packs held together with an elastic band. <laughs> Those are the days. Are the salad days? They call them. That's what they call them. The salad days. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's when you all you could afford, I believe the term comes from, was greens. So you would just eat salad and you'd be very slim and thin. And then when you'd be able to get a lot more money, you just got fat, obese and died of a heart attack. Is that the, is that the you know... That's the saying. Well, was it the meat that gave him a heart attack, though? Because nowadays I'm unsure. No, I'm sure it was an experimental jab, probably gave him one. Yeah, Darius my... is dead. Yeah, what? I saw that. That actually made me sad. Yeah, no, he seemed like a really nice guy, actually, but also no, he's he very young. As, he came across as genuine, didn't he? He's the same age as us, basically. I know, he's 41 years old. does make you think you got to seize the day. Yeah, I kind of... Yeah, I, I <laughs> not always not felt, you, I, then? I always felt for him. I always kind of thought, I don't know why, but he seemed genuine. And he obviously had talent. Yeah, he did. Um, he just kind of maybe wanted to be famous a bit too much in the early days when he first started he did he did some weird stuff i think very early on and then realized that he was putting people off and stopped it and he's actually a very very talented man didn't he well he got that? he got rid of the pencil goatee and the and the ponytail that wasn't really appealing to anyone that didn't was work it? No. no is he the one that sung michael jackson earth song did he i remember him doing hit me baby one more time but no. doing like acapella and a crazy and that's hit me it. baby one yeah that's it time and he, he ended on like a deep time. Yeah. And, and everyone hated it. But yeah. I thought, well, well, to be fair, you've, you've literally gone for it, son. Can you've you gone, turn... You've gone left field. Can you turn your mic around as in like, I think you're speaking into the back of it. I can't guarantee it's not going to blow up though. Keep spinning. 
Is that alright? That's better. Yeah. It sounds like you were speaking into the back of it. Oh, Gareth, you seem tired this week. What's been up with you? Um, I've been on the Isle of Wight. I tell you what I'm fucking tired of, though, is Royal Mail. Right? So imagine this is a scenario. Right? I had loads of um, loads of things to send out, like books to send out, right? So all over the world. So instead of going to the post office with a big fuck-off pile of books, um, they do free collection now. Right. So you, you pay for the postage on all these things, right? So you like you set it up like to send to Richard Willett in Norwich, and then it'll be like... five miles away. And then it's like, send another... So then I'll put, you know, your Mrs. Sam Norwich and then put another, you know, and so we're just yeah. going, right, right. So then honestly, I've got like about 20 of them, right? All set up and they said to pay. Yeah, I went, yeah I'll pay for them. No. Oh, no, they're, they've expired. What do you mean? They're dead? No, as in, so when you click to have a collection, it gives you like 10 minutes. I didn't know that. Right. It gives you 10 minutes. And right. after 10 minutes, the, it expires. Like so, a bomb. Yeah, basically. It felt like it. So I went pay, and it went, nah. <laughs> it, 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 and I looked, oh, the top one's expired. Oh, okay, I'll just click that one again. Right, blah, blah. By which time, the second fucking one's expired, isn't it? <laughs> right? So I literally went all the way down. They'd all expired by the time I got to the bottom, clicking as fast as I can, clicking, fucking load. What? Uh, Why are they giving you time? Well, exactly. Like, what's that about? Is that like an energy-saving thing now? It's like or a climate just, change thing. Time. Either give me the collection slot and allow me time to pay for it, or book in the uh, collection spot at the end, you know, when I've done it and it's all paid for. So then you bring it up. So that's the collection spot. Oh, okay, I'll take that one, please, for all of my items. Thank you very much. But it takes it at the start and then it expires. And I was literally like, that, like check. It was like, it was like doing a bleep test. <laughs> and I was like, legging it. Boop. Ah. Oh. Bastard. Ah, oh, you bastard. Yeah. Yeah, horrible. Annoyed me. So I'm a bit, a bit um, flustered. And then I came in here, and this wasn't on the right one. And then when I went to put it on, it's broken. So this paperclip. And uh, to be fair, my dad and Christiana both came in trying to rectify issues, um, as I was somewhat flustered. Um, it's, it's been, yeah. It's been a morning. Yeah, and it's only half nine. Right. Okay. And you got a phone call this morning, didn't you? We don't have to I go into detail, but it was a quite Yeah, I horrific. got an emotional phone call from someone this morning, yeah. yeah. Uh, they've obviously had a horrendous situation going on with the courts, uh, but oh. it was like, yeah, about quarter to seven in the morning. And um, it's a lot to take on. Yeah, it is, when you open your eyes as well. But obviously when you've got kids, the first thing you do is you open your eyes. And you're, I feel like it's what the start-off gun goes, and you're like, go. You're, you're in like, it's like waking up on the track. Yeah, and like, also, and you minute, know, I didn't even know I was in the race. Like our house is is hot, which obviously is a relief. Um, but at the same time, um, so the windows are open because it's still warm. Obviously, there was a little bit of a storm thing overnight. Rain, apparently, we had rain, um, flooding, and um, and so the fucking thing was making a racket. But I couldn't really close the windows because then we're all wilting. But any noise that's made in the house, I am literally like like a fucking like a guard dog I'm like literally like because the window's open yeah but because the kids I'm yeah, thinking like yeah. is someone breaking in boom like that baseball yeah. bat under the bed right that's just the window no like Gem's just the most relaxed thing just like the window and then back to sleep again <laughs> well we've got like... a skylight you know I was once uh, sometimes you wake up and there's a, there's a seagull looking down at you that's fucking terrifying you're under attack from those bastards aren't you absolutely everywhere and they're huge 
They're huge. They like they, they went after Arthur a few times. They, if you go near their babies, fucking hell, it's amazing. What do you mean they went after him? What you, well, he was he pick kind, him up, carry him off. Well, almost, yeah, yeah. It was like that, like a Disney film. So he has got blonde hair. It's the same color as a chip. Maybe they saw that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thought he was a chip. Yeah. There's a potato chip with arms and legs. I'll have well, that. we do usually cover him with salt and vinegar before he goes out. Absolutely. Are you a ketchup or a mayo man? No, yeah, ketchup. Don't like mayo. Looks like spunk. That's why I have it. <laughs> um, let's get onto some stories then. Do you want to do one first? Um, I've kind of done one with royal. It's written down royal fucking mail. Royal fucking mail, which is what they should be called. Okay. Um. More woke stuff. The appointment of a man at Scotland as Scotland's first period dignity officer. Have you seen this? I saw that. You know they're trolling at that point where they give that gig to a man. Period dignity officer. What a job. Imagine being down the job centre and look, finding that on the little scroll thing that you go through. We've all been to the job centre. Well, I don't know. I've been to the job centre. You go on the little I scroll have thing. Times, yeah. It's fucking terrifying. You go into the job centre and they've got bouncers on the door. Like, it's not... Not nightclub, mate. I mean, I'm not going to come in and get all pissed up. Granted, some people go in pissed up, but it's like a proper bouncers on the door, security guards. That's just yeah. to create a job quota, though. That is Whether, actually, they, yeah. Uh, we're not actually getting any jobs for people. Stick some fucking bouncers on the door. There we go. We've got two new jobs created. <laughs> I always uh, thought, like, what would happen if you got you worked at the job centre, then got fired? Would you just have to go out? And straight back in again. And straight back in again and go yeah. sit to the next desk and you go... What are you doing here? What you doing? I told you you're fired. Yeah, well, I've just got to look for... I've got to sign on now, mate. Um, there's a job going there, though. Yeah, and then they just you? put you back in, and you just do the loop. Yeah. And you go, yeah, oh, shit, that... we shouldn't have hired you back. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't have hired you back. We should have known. You were shit last time, 45 minutes ago. And you just go back around again. Yeah, so, yeah, basically, that's a job now. Period dignity officer in 2022. Is He's probably what... on about 50 grand a year, though. Oh, yeah, he would be, yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's an important job, period dignity officer. What does what does it mean? Well, let's have a look, Gareth, because I am not 100% sure it's a necessary job. Criti- critics say the job should have gone to a woman. I think that's fair, fair I point. I think that's fair that's point, like, to be sort, honest. It's like basically having like erectile dysfunction awareness officer, Ms. It's like, that's well, true. probably give it a bloke, really, given yeah. the fact that he's got a knob. But then women can have knobs as well, so what am I talking about? Yeah, but that's true. Everyone can have a knob now. Um, have a knob for Christmas. Critics say the job should have gone to a woman and former tennis star Martin Navratilova. Can't say that one. She Martina st- Navratilova. She was quite nice looking, if I remember. Is she not the one who got stabbed in the back? No, that was Monica Sellers. Ah. I think you're probably thinking of Sharapova. I don't know, I just see skirt jump. Not that not hip. that Martina Navratilova is an unattractive woman. I'm not being cruel, I'm just thinking she's not really our generation. She's probably oh, she? pushing seventy now, isn't she? Oh really? Bloody hell. Well how old is she? Well she has labelled the appointment of Jason Grant, what'd she call it? Fucking ridiculous. I love that. She's got a point. She's got a very good point. That's a good way of putting it. Um this this uh they've starred out the fucking word on here, obviously. Don't want to offend anyone. Mr. Grant, a former professional trainer, is that a thing? Oh, sorry, a former personal trainer, has been given the job of promoting access to free sanitary products in schools and colleges across the Tay region. What do you mean promoting access? Just come in here. Has he got a job lot in a van? Just come in here, little girls. Come in here. I've got some Tampax. What do you want? 
That's Tam- a brand. That's a brand name. We shouldn't really. Oh, I'm going to say always then, just to sort of counteract that, so we don't okay. look like we're back in one particular. Or would you ever. call it if you don't call it one of them men? Sanitary uh, towel or a tampon? Ah, oh, that's the word I was looking for. Tampon. There you go. I've got a bunch of. I've got a job lot of tampons and some sanitary towels here. No brands better than the other. You can pick any one of these. These are all free in the back of my van. Jason, in Jason's van. Um, I can see how being a PT would qualify you to promote sanitary well, you products. Are, you, you used to be a PT, so, I mean, do you think you would have done good at this job? Um, I'm probably more qualified than him because I once put a tampon in a pint of water. It's fucking unbelievable. It's insane. Honestly, <laughs> did it, it go just, just blow up? Did it? Yeah, but like, boom. Did the like, grass wow. break? No, it was not that powerful, but it was oh, impressive. Right. I was like, bloody hell. But then I just thought about, no, it can't explode that big inside you. Because you would literally be like, oh, I'm... yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Stay puffed. But I, yeah. yeah. But um, it was quite an incredible thing to witness, you know. I mean, it's not it's not in my top 10 sort of life moments, but, you know. It's, it's up probably... there, isn't it? <laughs> to be, to be it's fair, up there, Gareth. Probably make the top 20, more or less. Didn't get Fucking the... Royal Mail. It's a good pun. No, I haven't got that. Um, yeah. I didn't know what you said, sorry. I it's up there, talking. Gareth. Oh, it's up there, yeah. Good yeah. shout, yeah. It's a good, good pun. Good, um... enjoyed that. <laughs> Um, why did you do that then? Were you just bored at the pub? I wasn't in a pub with a tampon. It was just a case. I can't even remember yeah. where I was. I Idiot. think it was in a house share and I just thought it was like, what does that do? Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> I love what you do when you're just like 23 and you just think, a bit bored now. What's that? Tampon? Yeah. Well, yeah. I Yeah, very much. That's probably why they try and give that sort of political jobs to people slightly older. Maybe not Biden old, but... Because as a twenty-three-year-old, you would just go, "What's that red button over there? What yeah. it does? Oh, that's that right. does? What Bang! Oh, oh, oh dear! Oh dear! Yeah! Oh, that's what that does. But then take no responsibility for it. We didn't need Portugal. Him. Anyway, <laughs> it's the brown man. It that was, was the, him. Yeah. It was the gardener. It was the gardener skill. doesn't have access to the codes. Oh, he does now. There. Trump, they were around Trump's in a drawer. Found them. Yeah, yeah, Mar-a-Lago. In Mar-a-Lago. So the role, is, the role also includes discussing issues around the menopause. I know it's got men in it, but imagine being that job. I mean, I did. I was a youth worker and you had to do like the sex stuff, sex education stuff, oh. and that was embarrassing enough. And you're like, this is, oh, mate, this is just like... I did a degree in film. I was glad you specified education then, because you and I was when I was a you know a, a youth worker, I had to do the sex stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I should have worded that better. It is a, so you had to kind of do all that. This is how you put a condom on. You're like, really? I'm like, I've got, got, got a degree in film and TV production. How the fuck did I get here? You're it's like, sort of self-explanatory as well, isn't it? Is someone like accidentally putting it on their foot? Well, I used to just pretend I did it all wrong completely. I used to just like 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 take it out of the packet and then shove it in the face and just yeah, go. That's yeah. how you put it on, and you just just on the nose. Yeah, that was the best one. Over the nose, down there, and you blow it up blow like it that. Over the nose, and then it'll go bang. And then you go downstairs, and then you have a you leave it on, and you have a chat with their parents about it, about what you were going to do, and then you leave the house and you never speak to that girl again. That's called. A, Protected sex uh, under under risk of of you know an injunction. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically. I, w- I wouldn't I wouldn't come round here again if I were you. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> right. Um, 
His appointment comes as Scotland becomes the first country in the world to introduce a law to widen access, bad wording, free of charge to sanitary products. So basically, now you can get all your sanitary products free, which is quite cool. Good. Yeah, no, Good that is cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't. A problem with um, that? I don't have a problem with that at all. I just, I do wonder what he knows about it. I think you should sort of be giving people gigs based on their kind of relevance to the subject matter. If I'm honest, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? The Scottish yeah. Government Period Products Act. There's an actual act. PPA. The PPA Act means that councils and places of education must make items such as tampons free to people who need them. Who needs them now, though? Because we're in a world where boys could probably need them. Well, yeah, maybe he needs one. Maybe that's that. Maybe that's like maybe he does know all about it. Or maybe he's that he's got a job. I think he's got a job lot. He's trying to get rid of in his van. Mr. Grant's job title is Period Dignity Regional Lead Officer. That's a mouthful. The first role of its kind in Scotland would be really. Probably the last role of its kind, I would assume. Is there a tampon for men? So you know, like if you basically, like if you have, like obviously, manpon. You know, well, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, if you have, like, you know, a, a bowel problems, or, or you, you know, and so therefore you have to have, you know, a bag or a nappy or whatever. Is yeah. there a point? Because I would rather have a manpon than a nappy. I reckon. You're talking. Are you talking about a butt plug, basically? Yeah, but an absorbent one. Right, yeah. As opposed to, you know, a vulcanised rubber one with ridges on latex on it. You seem to know a lot about this, Gareth. Oh, no. And the next story. Did I tell you the story, right? Well, you know when you were talking about, um, you know, obviously, leave, off you go. I probably, you, you probably won't be seeing my daughter again. Right, yeah. Did I ever tell you a story of a lad on the Isle of Wight that I knew? And to be fair, he was more my sister's age, but it became like a, a bit of an infamous story of him going to a, a girl's house when he was in his early 20s, who was probably ever so slightly posher on the scale than he was. Right. And so he turned up, bursting for a shit. <laughs> so went upstairs to the toilet. And, you know, it's it, when you're young, it's embarrassing. It's all that, you know, it, it's like if I have a shower. You don't need a shower. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Oh, I'm sweating out. I've been travelling all day. Did you shit right in the shower? <laughs> so, no, so he went, we went for a poo. Yep. So I think his mindset was, I'm going to sit down, bang, real quick, quick wipe, and they'll just think I had a wee, because I was uber quick, right? So he goes for a poo, and the flush don't work. That's literally uh... just dead as a door now. So I, oh, fuck. What do you do at that point? I mean, I don't know. I mean, for me, if there's like a, a jug or something that people use to wash their hair, maybe like fill that up and try and smash that down to get it down. Yeah, yeah, I'd have used I'm thinking on my feet, like. Yeah, I'd have um, used the toilet brush, and I'd smash it away at it. Okay, but that makes the whole liquid brown. That's a tough one because you know we've all been there. And but he went. I'll go with the attitude of bit of toilet roll, pick it up, chuck it out the window. <laughs> oh, here you right? go. Which, which you know, in hindsight, he probably wouldn't have done. He probably wouldn't do that if, if he was ever sort of put in that situation again. And so he went downstairs, like, like washed his hands, I assume. Went downstairs, like proper chuff with himself and his girlfriend's there, new girl. You know, at the bottom stairs. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah, fine. Just oof, burst it, need a wee. Um, yeah, come on, we're all, we're eating in the dining room. Oh, right, okay. Well, the dining room's a conservatory, isn't it? <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> so everyone's just, everyone apart from his missus, obviously, just sat around the table. The the future in-laws potentially, or rather not. Yeah. And obviously, like, so how's work going? Everything okay? <laughs> 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 fucking birds. <laughs> 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 
And the dog fly over. So, so then obviously the girlfriend's kind of like walked in to introduce him. Like this is, I won't give his name away. That you, is it, son? Yeah, we met. Yeah. Oh, it was only thinking of the fast show at that point. Did they have dinner? Is that, I, I, anyone... so. I think he just died of embarrassment. We got... Because you would, wouldn't you? I wouldn't sit. I mean, I've got some front. Let's be honest. We both have a bit. You have to to sort of put yourself in front of all the shit we get. <laughs> but I think I'd leave at that. I go. I'm sorry, guys. I'll. I think. I think we're probably done here. <laughs> I'll take that as a sign that we're not going to get married, me and you, dear. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm shit on your conservatory. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I've literally shit. Your dad's seen my shit before he's seen my face. Oh, shake my hand. Yeah. There's no way back from that. I don't think, no, I think that's No, and he won't done, even shake my hand now. And I don't well, blame him, to be honest, because I've no. just shit on his conservatory, which yeah. I don't think he expected before he made this lovely roast dinner. Looks lovely. Have a nice time. I was stood right years ago. I know I've told you this story. I must have done um, Where we went, we were in a nightclub called The Balcony on the Isle of Wight. And I wasn't really into nightclubs, but they used to do like an alternative hour. So us lot, we used to go there and just like mosh amongst all these like jabs or townies as they were called at the time. And like girls dancing around purses. Then all of a sudden there's a big fucking brawl and then we'd all fuck off. <laughs> Things you do. Anyway, um, we went into the toilet, me and uh, an old mate of mine, um, who's also called Gareth, which people found very funny. Gareth! And we both turned around and they'd all giggle. Fucking hilarious after the 20th time. Yeah. And um, so I went in and there was only like one sort of urinal free and then there was one cubicle taken, one cubicle free. So I went in like, you know, for a wee in the urinal and he went into the cubicle for a wee. Like, you know, didn't bother closing the door, just stood over the wee. All of a sudden I heard this like yell. So I was on like, zip up, what's going on? And he's just stood there and he's got shit on his shoulder. <laughs> right? Ow. So the, the person in the next cubicle has done the same as this other guy with the conservatory. He's just picked for a laugh, though, picked up his shit and just chucked over the top. What do you mean for a laugh? Oh, it's pretty fucked up, isn't it? So he's just picked up his shit, chucked it over the top, bolted, and he's out into the nightclub, into the fucking, like, crowds of people. So he never knew who it was. No. And, and he was there at the sink, like, just getting some, like, you know, toilet roll, wetting it, trying to just get shit off his shirt. Someone had literally just tossed it oh, across. Oh, got to spend the whole day smelling of shit, basically. It's brutal, isn't it? What? A pe- this is the planet that we live on. I, love, I, I sometimes just zoom them. out and go... <laughs> that, that was 20 years ago. Yeah, imagine what they do now. Oh, mate. But that's funny. Oh, that is funny, yeah. Uh, we've got another one. That's a brilliant story. Uh, Jill Biden. She's got the Rona now, hasn't she? Has she? Yeah, she has. She's got the Rona now. There's no... That, that's like... She's had four of the old things, and not she? Well, this is like the guy from, um, was it Pfizer? The Pfizer exec coming out and saying, I've had Al- it. Albert Boiler. He looks like, yeah, the Boiler man. And he um, he looks, yeah, he's had like four. And he said, I'm so glad I got it. And it was a cut and paste thing, isn't it? I'm so glad I've got it. I'm on my fourth jab and third booster. And I'm so glad I've got it because I'm now tested positive. It's like, I don't fucking understand. It's funny. Yeah. It's so funny that you, I don't know what they're trying to achieve by it. Like, I is it the last remnants well. of... I was trying to work out it, the, the reason for it, because I don't believe for a minute he's ever had one. No, I don't. So what are you getting out of saying you've tested positive for something that you've supposedly had for? Like, so you're doing your product down the down the drain. Yeah. But obviously he had access to all the information that he tried to get locked away for 75 years. There's no mm. way he's had one. 
No. And in fact, he hadn't had one, had he? And it was openly admitted by himself because he was going to wait for everyone else to get it first. That's it, yeah. So but suddenly he he's got four. Suddenly he's got four in 20 minutes. I don't believe it's it for just a full of shit. And it's just, it doesn't make sense. Like, it's the worst sales pitch advert ever. It is, but they're it's, not stupid. So I know they're not think, stupid. What is yeah. it behind it? What is the reason behind it? Is it literally just to push this new one? You know how... Or just um, get, we'll get as many dead and maimed as possible before this runs out, this gravy chain train yeah, runs but, out. But, but you know how, like, with like stuff like Daz or Fairy Liquid or whatever, they would have the advert and it would be like, new Fairy Liquid non-bio fucking uh, Pegasus or whatever. <laughs> they give a shit name. Yeah. Like, um, look look how this cleans compared to, like, the, 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 the one before. And you're like, but you told me that one got everything off. Yeah. So what does this get everything off and more? So that like you just go, what's the plate? <laughs> like, what? My arm's gone. I always wondered that. Yeah. And people go, oh, God, that does look good. And it's like, but they told you that last time. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like the, the new Apple does loads more than the last Apple. Yeah, you just give me a shit Apple the last time then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah look, this battery, you know, compared to that battery, which just fell apart. <laughs> Didn't tell me that at the time. Yeah, you're doing your product. I don't trust you anymore as a supplier. It is mad, and they're just telling you that it doesn't work, but it works better than not having it at all. Yeah, it's just madness, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm with you that these are not stupid people. This is planned out decades in advance, so there is a reason for this, and it's interesting to watch. I don't see this cut-and-paste thing that they're doing now. It could be just to push this new one. But I think it's, it's more than that. They understand social science is the common purpose lot and the nudge unit. They understand what this is doing to people. I think it's also dividing, a big thing to divide people. That's part, obviously part of it. So it's another way of maybe just making the gap between the people, the left and the right, and who have swapped over, obviously, as far apart as possible. The whole Trump thing is to do that, to wedge people. Just you've got two tribes of people. You've got your brave new world guys who live in their technocracy and go in there even though they don't really want to. They're, they're doing it out of stubborn pig-headedness because they don't want to admit that they were wrong for four years. And you've got us lot over this side going, you're fucking mad. And we'll live in a, a world where we won't, we'll be locked out of that world. And I think that maybe they're just trying to divide it as much as possible. Yeah, there could be part of that to, to polarise. But I must admit, like the, the, the organic among us have been completely freaking um completely vindicated now yeah. yeah it's insane you know with every passing day and you see people uh, actually like you know you get those that quadruple down and then you get those that actually have a little bit about them and a little bit of self-respect that are actually going mate yeah i was wrong yeah yeah and that's i'm, I'm seeing a bit yeah i'm seeing a bit more of that so i think they're going to have to you know that's where this whole monkey thing is not going to cut it really because it's too similar so they're they're obviously pivoted to climate change haven't they they have pivoted Um, to climate change yet and and also the you know the um the energy stuff which is completely manipulated because you go the the government doesn't know what it can do you know uh because obviously when when the 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 caps on on energy pricing lift i'll stop you there yeah (laughs) don't lift it yeah exactly could have sorted that back in in april just don't lift it Exactly. And but I, like, but I don't I... understand how that happened because you've just told me how it happened in the in your sentence before. Yeah, and you're going to do it again in October. You're going to do it again. In... Can I st- 
Don't do it. Don't then. Yeah, don't. Don't just do don't it. We're do not going to pay it. People aren't can't pay it. Well, that's the point. People can't pay it. And I'll tell you so what, mate. Like, I, it was crazy. I didn't even know this either. Like, you know, there's a... Um, so they lift the energy cap, the price cap, right? They lift it like 53%. They can lift it again, another similar again. That's for like private dwellings. But for commercial properties, there's there, there's no cap. They've just removed the cap, right? Mm. So there isn't one. So there's literally no protection. So when I was down on the Isle of Wight in the week, um, we went to a little country pub <clears throat> and this fella comes over. Now it turns out that I've known this guy for years and I probably saw him just before COVID nonsense. So probably a couple of three years maybe. We used to play, um, he played in the band and I obviously played in the band. We used to do loads of gigs together. And um, so he came over and went, oh, mate, how you doing? And me being me, just went, hello, mate. Not a fucking clue. Right, not a clue. And he said to me, he said, you probably don't even recognise me. And I was like, okay, I'll be honest, mate, I'm, I'm struggling. Because when I knew him, he had long red hair, like yeah. ginger hair and a ginger beard. It, completely grey. Right. Head full of grey, beard grey. And he's younger than me, probably by maybe a couple of years. And I looked at him and I was like, and he went, that's what stress does to you, mate. And so he was telling me how they basically navigated the Rona nonsense by just not being communist China. Yeah. And, and most people, even on the Isle of Wight, where they're fucking idiots, actually was like, no, I am going to actually, I prefer that. I prefer to actually yeah. eat my pie and mash without, you know, seek hail. And, um, but then obviously this price thing's just smashed. He said, so we're, we're, we were paying £600 a month for our electric we're now paying 2600 and he said it's not sustainable can't do it so we're gonna yeah. have to we're gonna have to close basically and then it made me think like this isn't about money well of course right? it's, it's not, not no, about it's money not just because, about money no because even the most vicious capitalist knows that you can fleece a sheep as many times as you want but you can only skin it once yeah so if he's uh, uh, say 10 years i mean at 600 pound a month he can survive indefinitely but say it's 10 years so mm. you work out you know 10 times 600 i think i I think it's like 78 grand or something over 10 years that the energy company is going to get out of him, yeah. right? And it's like, well, there are thereabouts. My maths isn't great, but that sort of ballpark figure. Um, so you're going to destroy him in three months for what? 7,800 mm. pounds? Like 10 times less. Where's so you're going to get less sense? in the long run. Yeah, well, it's false economy. Yeah. In three months, you're not going to get anything because yeah. he's closed his door, so he's not paying you anything. Mm. So it's actually not about, it's clearly not about money because these energy companies aren't, it's like fucking Albert Baller. They're not yeah. stupid. They might be arseholes, but they're not stupid. They care about themselves. So they care about, oh, we'll have the 78 grand or whatever it is over yeah, 10 sure. years, please. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they're destroying these people is, is clearly more than money. Of course it is. If you look it down to the fundamentals, the people that are working at these plants, at these companies, are also going to have to pay these bills. So they're no longer going to be able to afford it on the job wage that they are. So it's ridiculous. So they would have to up their wages so they can afford their household bills that they've put up in the first place through the, the business that they're running. So the workers at these places are also, everyone's affected by this. So exactly what you're saying, it's about collapsing the whole system. So everyone is so desperate that they accept this social credit compliance score. And yeah. this this uh, carbon-based economy. Yeah. That's why they're pushing. Basic income. That's yeah, what it's about. that's what it's about. It's getting people so desperate. But what we need to do is just club together and go. We're not doing any of that stuff. None of it. And yeah. it's just. And as you said, the climate change things is is uh, being pushed now. They've switched from that to this, and it's it's not going to work. I think enough of us have done a lot of work to realise that, that you you look people are just laughing this off in in the most part, other than the left um, loonies. But that's because 
they don't I don't think they believe it I think that they just politically need to stand by it so climate change now is causing poorer fitness in children so climate change is causing kids to get fat nothing to do with being locked in your house for the best part of two years eating shit food and wearing a mask yeah or yeah food fat kids eat food because that's how they get fat so warming global temperatures which are not fueled by climate change which they're not are making children less physically fit and more obese than ever before a new study has found i love these new studies yeah it's not the trans fats (laughs) or or any of the you know refined sugars and shit no no it's the weather it's the weather it's the climate fat kids climate and it's a two-way street which they've never been down physical fitness is also key to tolerating higher temperatures which what what do you mean they've got less fat on them so they don't feel as hot less insulation I don't even like Pringles. <laughs> yes, you do, you fat bastard. A, a less active lifestyle caused by high temperatures is putting kids at ri- greater risk of suffering from heat-related health problems, including dehydration. It's not a health problem. That's because you haven't drunk enough water. Heat cramps, heat exhaustion, and heat stroke. According to the, Heat stroke's not a health problem. It's because you stood out in the sun too long, you fucking nugget. According to the study published in the journal Temperature on... Uh, temperature... Yeah, the journal Temperature. That's a book, a um, study apparently, on Friday. They're kind of grasping at straws. That gives me hope, really, because that is so flimsy, that argument, that that's what they've got left in the barrel. Fat kids can't get outside climate change. Right, we'll go with that one. If that's all you've got left, Colt, then you are on dire straits, because that's so stupid that everybody's... People are laughing at this now. So you've gone into the, the absurd comedy and this is their problem and i think your dad said it that psychopaths and and, and these people with these cluster b personality disorders often can't tell how they they're being perceived they've got a blinker there so they're so narcissistic they can't actually see what their reflection really looks like that's that's the joke on them they think that people are taking this seriously not laughing at them that's why comedy and satire is so important right now because the, the it'll break it down of the temperatures and the figures of that is, is so ridiculous as well though like this weekend, um, on the Saturday, I went out for a few beers in London with some friends, and it was lovely. And um, and so me and this, this friend of mine, a girl called Som, were, were chatting, and he was telling, we were talking about these, you know, there was that one day where there was three record-breaking highest ever temperature readings, right, in the UK. Yeah. Now, they never, ever take into consideration um, urbanisation. I mean, half the time, they don't even take into consideration the sun, which is sort of a big ball of fire. It's one of the biggest. Yeah. But um, but they don't take into consideration urbanisation, where you know you, you've every every town and city in, and even village in in the UK is like they're sprawling fucking everywhere you go. Derby, whenever you drive, oh, there's another housing estate. And all I'm thinking is how are people affording these fucking places? The main thing. But it's just like a shed load of asphalt just everywhere. That that used to be a field where kids used to play. It used to be a field where you know fucking cows grazed. Now it's fucking asphalt, right? And asphalt um, absorbed 90% of the sun's radiation and then magnifies it. So right. anywhere around asphalt is hotter, like it's way hotter than anywhere else. And it heats the air all around it. Okay. And it doesn't just heat it in the day either. So when it ha- takes a big fucking pounding in the day, the asphalt is still radiating that heat out in the nighttime. So you get a, a, a hotter reading right. in the evening as well, right? Is that like tarmac? Yeah, yeah, asphalt, yeah. 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 So... Um, so we were we were talking about these three places. So I was like, right. I was like, one of them was Heathrow, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like 12 and a half. 
square kilometers of asphalt right okay right we'll write that one off then and so but there was another two and one was some village in surrey and i was like i never fucking heard of that village right so i looked into gatwick airport right yeah yeah it's the, the, the runways the runways yeah. so it's the it's gatwick airport right and um which is you know i think it's about ninety-five thousand square meters of asphalt and then, um, and then, so the, the record breaker was this, this village in Lincolnshire, and uh, it was like Coningsby. So I, looked, I was RAF Coningsby. It's a fucking, <laughs> it's fucking asphalt fucking runway. Yeah. Every time, and you're like, that's not an accident. And and why is no one in the mainstream media, especially the ones that are like science editor and all this lot, gone? Well, to be fair, you are taking readings at a massively urbanized or an asphalt covered area and yeah. we know that asphalt radiates fucking it, huge yeah and but, but no now we remember the when it first came out and this wire runways getting so hot at this temperature that was a few week months ago so well that's why yeah well well that's my apparently getting art yeah put it in a toaster well, you see more fat kids in, in airports now, and that's probably why, because the temperature, they're getting fat because they can't dare to run from the the, the tunnel to the plane because they're, 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 they're heat. So as the world warms, children are at least, are the least fit they have ever been. Author Shwanda Morrison, an environmental exercise psychologist, that's not a thing, a Slovens, at Slovens University of Ljubljana, stated in a um, said in a statement it is imperative that children are encouraged to do daily physical activity to build up and maintain their fitness duh, so that they enjoy move moving their bodies and and it doesn't feel like work or a chore to them it's fucking exercise things should feel like it. what do you mean protect them from doing exercise it doesn't feel like work or a chore to them what to move if it feels like work or a chore for them to move you've got a real fucking problem it's nothing to do with how fit they are. It shouldn't feel like a, work, a chore or work for them to move from one point on the no. universe to the next. It's also been something that's been happening for a long time. Like, I remember we spoke about it before, but this was, I'm talking like 10, 15 years ago. I remember going away and then coming back to the Isle of Wight and I remember driving in and there were all these parks where, as you drive through, there was like Binstead and then I remember driving um, down towards where I used to live where you had Simeon Wreck. And these were like, you would turn up, not even with a football, you could just turn up, say for the knowledge that there was a game you could join in on. Yeah, and you'd yeah. have like 30 people a team, like just yeah, massive, go, where, the, where the pitch was like half a mile. And I remember driving in, it was like a Saturday afternoon, and the parks were empty. Mm. And it's like everyone sat at home, they're still playing football, but they're just playing it on fucking on the Xbox, and yeah, they've got their headphones on, yeah. with talking to their mates. It's too hot outside, Gaz. Yeah, it's like that's nothing to do with the temperature. That's just that is a way society's gone, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, kids are more lazy because they do less. The more you do, the fit you are. The less you do, the more unfit you are. And the more unfit you are, then it does become a burden. It does become a chore. Well, of course, you it know. does because like they have their entertainment handed to them in their hands, literally. Whereas when we were younger, it sounds really old now, but we were we were younger. We had to go out and find things to do for a laugh. Like putting a tampon in a pint of water. Exactly. Like it's, but like I didn't have my entertainment in my until I was at least sort of fifteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so it's just uh, yeah, they don't do that anymore either. I wouldn't do too that. much effort, innit? 
Yeah, too, too much, much effort. effort. It's too hot. It's Give too... yourself a Henry Hoover, he'll sort you out. <laughs> or a Henrietta, like that guy, the vicar. Yeah. The well, there, yeah, vicar did it. Have you got any more? Poor shaming is on my list. I'll get to that one later. Oh, God, my coffee's cold. Um, so Coca-Cola uh, tastes like dreams. <laughs> There's a new Coca-Cola, right? I'll try and find the story because all I got... All I got was the headline. Um, Martina Navratilova is 65. Is she? She's oh, Czech. Right. She's Czech as well. I don't know. I always thought she was Russian. Uh, you have to keep an eye on her, checking her. Yeah. Where is it? Let me find it. Um, right. Here we go. I'll read. I'll read slightly beyond the headline if it will load. Coca-Cola has released. Oh, I accept. Coca-Cola has released a new flavour that tastes like dreams. It's the latest flavour in their creation series aimed at Gen Z. Oh, fuck off. Creation series. Oh, my God. Coca-Cola has released a new dream world flavour that tastes like the surrealism of the subconscious. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? What the fuck does that even mean? The previous flavours in the series are Bite, spelt with a, bi, uh, but with a Y, Starlight, and one created in partnership with DJ Marshmallow. With who? DJ Marshmallow. Oh, uh, who the fuck is that? Is Each of fat? the flavours features a barcode on the can or bottle that makes you, um, that takes you to an augmented reality music experience. The bite flavour was released in May and was marketed as tasting like pixels in an amazing nod to gamers. How amazing! An amazing. That's an amazing but, nod. Yeah, there's one for you over here. Tastes like pixels. Uh, uh, pixels taste like they might sound a bit crunchy, to be honest. It was a flavour that transcended both the digital and physical realms. After the release of Bite Flavour, Oana Vlad, Coca-Cola's Senior Director of Strategy, said he hoped the beverage provoked debate and curiosity. Well, I'm curious. Well, I'm curious, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It has done, but it also has uh, provoked scorn and laughter. What does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's horseshit. Oh, my God, here we go. According to some of the reviews of the drink... By Ken. The bite flavour tasted of confusion, but in a pleasant <laughs> way. I mean, is this is April 1st? I'm getting... I'm get, I think I'm getting confusion. I, I'm not sure. I'm getting pointlessness. Um, I'm getting a hard-on. This was followed by Marshmallow's creation, the space-flavoured starlight. This is said to give drinkers a subtle cooling sensation. Did he oh, shove like, it up like, his ass? Yeah, but fucking... I've been drinking antifreeze. <laughs> And now to round off the wacky selection, we've Dream World flavour. According to one review, the dream, um, the drink from Elite Daily, the centre of the drink gave cotton candy vibes with a hint of watermelon. What does that even mean? Uh, These people. This is just weird. The taste may have included some peach in it, with a floral hint of the after in the aftertaste. But perhaps the most intriguing part of the review is that it has a light, almost cloud-like flavour to it. You'll have to be quick if you want to get your hands on a bottle or can, though. The previous flavours were only available in extremely limited quantities for a limited time. Three it's like the post office. It's utterly, utterly ridiculous, pointless. And where's this? So. Utter bollocks flavour. Utter bollocks flavour. They're getting pointless jobs. They're getting rid of real jobs, like actual productive jobs, like working in coal mines and anything to do with fossil fuels. And they're giving jobs to people about... Men jobs about periods. People jobs that do that. That's that. They pay people probably a lot more than me and you ever ever going to get in a year to come up with that horse shit. DJ Where'd Marshmallow's you... laughing. 
he's absolutely fucking stuff in his face and it, it's just annoys it's me because it's pointless shit and it's they're making something utterly insane and absurd into a job like the but world has just gone mad most, that's most things now though i think most things are utter bollocks really like what what is the point in any of it well i think that's it back on the mark back on the the farm Keep yourself busy with pointless shit while we recreate the world around you. And we're going to get you arguing over this stupid stuff whilst pissing ourselves laughing. And the only ones who speak out against it, we're going to get you guys, you nutters, to have a go at them. Because they dare to speak out about it. And it's inverted, obviously. But we live in the insane asylum. The doors have just been flung open. They've gone, you know what, you can just mix in and out of the fucking grounds. Everybody's welcome. We've got some Ferris wheels and some slides in the garden for you. Have a go. We'll be over here creating the Great Reset in the background. Distracted by nonsense. Do you see that Distracted story? Distracted by nonsense, yeah. That's the best, of... <laughs> shorter way of saying it. Do you see that story coming out of China about fucking zombie apocalypse? No. I saw a bunch of people running out of a... Out of a uh, I'll get to that one later, out of a, out of a supermarket because someone tested positive, but I didn't see that one, no. Well, fucking Jesus. Let's have a look. So it's, it starts with, to be fair, the story starts with the word TikTokers. Right, so we're off to a good start. I'm less, less invested. <laughs> I'm utterly convinced there is a secret zombie apocalypse going on in China right now. I'd say there probably has been for a good few years, to be yeah. fair. Um, one video in particular seems to have helped trend catch fire as it purports to show a person on a table in a morgue getting up and walking away. Well, that Anna, the lady who had the car crash and who got out of the body bag. What was that about? I mean, she she was very much alive and she'd come out of the body bag and so... Suddenly she was brain dead. Well, she weren't brain dead, clearly. clearly. Yeah, um, it was extraordinary. She sits, she's she's wrapped in a body bag. For anyone who's not seen it, she sits up yeah, and then the fireman just pushes her back down again, and she's bundled into an ambulance. Last you hear of her, she's brain dead. Yeah, and people saying that that video was doctored. It isn't. It's you can see the shadow of her on the floor of her getting up. So the shadow is actually on the floor, and then there it's is another. There's another angle as well from the side. Someone's filming from the side. It's exactly the same thing. So it's not a doctored video. So who is that getting off the? I mean, it's her. Well, she. Well, she's. Um, I mean, she. She was. She starred in. Um, What's the film called? Was it called Poison Skies? Poison or... Skies, yeah. It yeah. was about um, yeah chemtrails not that long ago. Yeah. And it was the film she's got coming up about human trafficking that a lot of people are saying that she was offed for. Um, but, yeah, it seems like another one has been offed. But, I mean, she got up. So maybe my point is there are zombies. Maybe they have been given the key to immortality like they, they promised in Hollywood. That's the point in Hollywood. You, be, you become immortal, become a star. Um, that's the whole satanic kind of Babylonian background of what Hollywood is. It's the promise that you'll be immortal and be a star. Um, so maybe they have. Maybe they have got the key to immortality and they don't die. Maybe they are getting up off of fucking gurneys and stuff now. Because she very you, much wasn't dead. Would you want to be immortal? Absolutely not. No, no. I can't think of anything worse. No, it's really. like going to a nightclub. You think this is fucking amazing. And then finding out six hours later when you're hungover and you're feeling like shit that you can't ever go home. So, oh, I'd know, basically. No, no. Hotel California. I was quite looking forward to my old age, if I'm honest. What's this? Way. What's this one then? What was the one that you had where they come running out of a supermarket, <laughs> shit uh, themselves? Yeah, it was. A, 
it was in china um it was just madness in china so this is shanghai china on august the 12th 2022 people have, have, have to rush out from this building because a pcr testing positive man went there then the government decided to lock this building so literally hundreds Ooh. of so they're probably legging it from being locked in then yeah, yeah, been locked in from else, locked yeah. in. Yeah, not locked. Yeah, I don't think they're legging it from, but they're legging it from being locked in. And I would have thought of some of them being worried they would get infected, then have to test positive, then being locked in. That makes sense as well. And being, yeah, so it's locked in and not fed and dying. Fucking yeah, madhouse China is. It's an utter shit show, and this is what they want over here. People aren't waking up. To, well, a lot of people are waking up to this, but. It is horrific over there. The only the issue I think we've got is that the people in China, they kind of seem to... Well, one, they're firewalled from talking to anyone and getting any information. They don't know the rest of the world isn't really like that because they can't get the information through the internet. So many of them are firewalled off, literally, from the internet. But also, some of them are born into this sort of thing. So they think it's fairly normal, which yeah, it is. Yeah, like an animal born into captivity is yeah. trying to get out, yeah. So we're not used to this stuff and we won't have this stuff. That's why it didn't really stick here when they tried to do all the vaccine passports at pubs and stuff and people were like, fuck off, I'm not having that. Because you can't transform a society overnight. You can't. So that's what gives me hope here. It's like, you can do that there, but that's taken 30 plus years. That's a new generation of people that have been born. You're not going to get away with it here. You've gone too soon here. You need to give it 50 years of wokeness before you got away with this shit. Well, that's so, the plan, isn't it? The, well, way, yeah. the way they are with with schools and stuff, like the fucking kids are bombarded. Well, that's... I always think if you've got a kid that's like awake to what's going on, that's fucking incredible, really, given the shit they've had. Well, that's what we need to do is make sure when we're not here, that the kids don't realise that coming out with climate change and saying fat kids are fat because of the climate, and trans women are, are real women, and fucking Mister Ben trans. You've seen that one? Um, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, we've said about this one. Um, I covered this one in the show that I do. Um, but yeah, it's trans Mr. Men now. We did say that this was coming, didn't we? But I liked Mr. Men. Well, you'd like these ones even more. What are they called? Right. Trans charity Mermaids uses Mr. Men and Little Miss characters to promote gender ideology to young children. Right, so they're using Mr. Men rather than Mr. Men are creating trans characters they i think they're using them yeah i mean bear in mind mr men when you look on the uh, kind of the licensing it's from it's aimed at four to twelve year olds so and 12 year olds is pushing it a bit but that's what it's it's it aimed it's aimed at so children's transgender charity mermaids is using cha characters from the mr men and little miss series to promote its harmful and anti-scientific gender ide ideology to young children this is um obviously a, a uh what do you call it? An opinion piece. Mermaids, a charity which advocates for and supports transgender children, posting pictures of the characters with phrases such as "trans women belong in sports." Well, but, yes. okay. So, so what? What Mister Men or Little Miss is involved in that then? Well, the, the thing is that the, the names they're giving them are absolutely ridiculous. They're not even like catchy. So, it also changed the nouns for some of the characters from Little Miss and Mister to Little MX. A gender-neutral title for people who claim to be non-binary. Little MX Chatterbox. Yeah. <laughs> Little mixed up. Um, oh, yeah. Mix The un unexpected crossover, great pun, which was posted on Mermaid's social media stage prompted fury online with people accusing the charity of using the characters to appeal to children. It's not... Do you know what I mean? There's no doubt that. Like, the witness is accusing them. 
but you don't need to accuse them. That's clearly what it is. They've, it's a book for four to 12 year olds. So of course that's using it to appeal to children because that's what it's there for. They're so fucking weird, these lots. Stonewall are the same. Yeah, just, it was. They're just awful. fucking mental. It gets, it's getting worse. It's getting yeah. absolutely worse. Stonewall obviously put out guys um, a, a tweet saying it was three to four year olds could identify their gender. And it's actually got worse than that. Another story that I've got where it goes even younger than that. This for, um, for, all, for all did not stop mermaids, which is the largest child transgender charity in UK. I didn't know there was one. Posting mock-ups of Mr. Men characters, which have become a common sight in family homes across the country. In a tweet posted yesterday, the charity revealed pictures of the characters with changes... And the caption, which little Miss Mer- Mermaid's edition are you? So which one are you, Gareth? Hope, hopefully they'll be getting sued for copyright. Well, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? Because it doesn't seem like the actual writer's editor. Although the writer, I think, is, is deceased now. It includes four pictures with Little Miss Tiny changed to Little MX Trans Woman Belonging Sports. Catchy, innit? Fuck me. <laughs> Do they have the shirt name on the back of the shirt? It's a quid a letter. <laughs> it goes round the front. Yeah, it's that's forty five quid. That is, Mister Perfect changed to change to little Mister Protect Trans Youth. Mister Perfect. They're not very good at this. Are They're they? not good at this at all. Mister Marvelous. This one's the best one. Mister Marvelous changed to little MX Trans and Fabulous. What's wrong with Marvelous? But it's got to be fabulous. It's not good enough. You can't be. Little Miss Trans and fa- um, Mr. Marvellous. You have to be Little Mex Trans and Fabulous. Okay, Gareth? Okay. And Little Miss Hug changed to... Little, Little Miss Puberty Blockers. Little Miss Grope a lot. No, I'm joking. Little Miss Support Trans Rights. That has nothing to do with Little Miss Hugs. I don't understand. No, you're not supposed to, Gareth, because it's horseshit. Um, this is what they're aiming at kids now. So little, so we said ages ago that that, that would happen to Mister Men. I think we joked about it in a in a WhatsApp probably about a year ago, and now it's there, Gareth. It's there. Kids, kids, kids are pretty brutal though. Like if my kids, I say plural, but I guess Alora's only old enough really. But she would just think that shit. Yeah, that's just shit. Um, she wouldn't say shit, but that's no. That's not not very good. Let's read Papa Bambola instead, and I'll be all over that. (laughs) That's basically where they are. So, yeah, um, so this uh, knock-on from that. Boston Children's Hospital says kids may know they're transgender as early as birth. Oh, right. They can't recognise themselves in a fucking mirror. No. But they know what gender (laughs) they are. All right. And offers gender-affirming hysterectomy treatments. This woman is fucking nuts. They're just child abusers, Boss, aren't they? they? Of course they are. They're absolutely trying to normalise child abuse and confusing children. At birth. Kid can't even hold his head up. Well, this is where the parents, you know, I mean, you know, there are those lunatic parents, and they're not parents, but that, you know, take these kids to these fucking drag queen shit. Yeah, not parents um, And I just feel so much for the kids because, yep. you know, you did not luck out on the on the parent lottery. Well, Sam, sorry little, about that. Did you see a little boy? I think it was a little boy who said that he was now a girl and he was, like, waving his arms in the air and celebrating. His granny took him to one of these pride things. He was four. Oh, yeah, and he, was that the one they put the money in the fucking drag oh, queen's belt or whatever? I'm not sure, no. This one seemed to be... It's another one, Gareth. They're everywhere. Poor kid. Never why do why do adult 
drag queens want to be surrounded by kids in libraries? What, what, they, what are they getting out of it? That's a question for them to answer, but I have my theories. It's like a stand-up comedian who's like, you know, a bit of blue for the dads. You know, like a Roy Chubby Brown. You know, a graphic comedian. You see, he's not in primary schools telling gags to four-year-olds, and he's not in libraries telling jokes to four-year-olds. No. And and if, if he was offered the gig, no, you're right. It's not yeah. appropriate. And that's just it's a not, joke. It's not yeah. appropriate. It's not my well, audience. So what, it's not my audience. No, I know my no. audience, and, and that's not it. Like, I'm going to go and play some death metal at the convent. Like, what? It's... So what is in it for him? Because if someone, you know, if I was a drag queen, and someone came up to me and said, all right, mate, do you want a gig at the such and such club? Yeah, all right, how much are you paying? Well, that's not bad, yeah. Fucking, I'll, fla- I'll flaunt it for a couple of hundred quid. Cheers, mate. Well, actually, I can offer you 200 quid if you want to uh, sort of speak to some four-year-olds. <laughs> no, you're right. Because that's just weird. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't make any sense. Like Christina Aguilera putting a, a Hulk suit on with a cock out in front of kids. It's like, what are you doing? Like, you you could have gone. I'm not doing that. I know you you're not some sort of probably mind control fucking, but you still could go. Yeah, I'm not. That's too far. Probably not. And then when they said just milk it, <laughs> I'm not going to milk it. I'm not going to milk. I'll stand there with it. I'll even I'll use it as a it. microphone. I might even thrust it, let it swing between my legs, but you know, like the Labour Party monkey in in the library. Yeah. But I'm not going to milk it. No, I'm going to leave that up to Britney Spears and uh, poor girl. So yeah, that's where we are, mate. They're, they're doing all sorts of stuff like that. Um, uh, it's just mad, and it's all it's all about pushing this uh, anti-human anti-human agenda. And it is an anti-human yeah. agenda across the board. It's eugenics. It's it's confusing the uh, genders. It's splitting the family apart. And Harari, do you mean this little skinny guy from the World Economic Forum? Yuve Harari, I believe his name is. Go on. Um, he looks like he hasn't eaten in six months. He says, we don't need the vast majority of the population. I did see this, yeah. Well, at least he's honest. Yeah, he's you honest. Know, but They always I mean, tell us. We need to like, put a, maybe don't give him a stage and a platform to talk waffle on. Um, no, I just, just say, okay, son, you first. Yeah, exactly. You, you and your loved you ones good. first. Cause... You see, you see Matt Hancock yesterday tweeting like how he's supporting assisted dying. Everyone's like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, doing it for two fucking years. <laughs> Matt Dazalam. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely yeah. You've been doing it for a long time. I know because he's like, "How dick. can I get away with a crime? I will normalise the crime so it's no longer a crime." That's a great idea, though. That's but basically yeah, he's, what he's, he's doing. He's just such a filth bag, and he will get his because they they they. I I, I do believe that they all will in the end. I think he knows that he's one of the first ones under the bus once the bus starts fucking rolling forward. And everybody has. He knows. He's he's not been round long enough to, to be any sort of special treatment. He's not anywhere near up there with the Boris Johnsons of the world. He's a, he's a first one under the bus. He's... Yeah, and he'll be crying like a fucking child because if, if, if him trying to head a football is anything to go by, <laughs> he's not the bravest among us. No, he isn't. So Yuve Noah Harari, historian, futurist and World Economic Forum advisor, said, We just don't need the vast majority of the population in the early 21st century given modern technologies, rendering human labour economically and military redundant. So what you're saying there in that whole thing is the only point in being human is if you can serve the system and be economically useful. That's not how humanity works, you dipshit. We get to be here because we get to be here. 
we don't get to be here because you say you get to be here or we're useful to your agenda. That's not how it works at all. Oh, you haven't got a job here. We'll just take you out the back and shoot you. Basically, that's what it says. It's not got no jobs for well, you. But they so. don't, yeah, because you just become a useless eater. But he's a useless eater. This is the problem. He's not. He's a futurist. That's not a thing. Well, I mean, it's up there with sort of tampon advisor, isn't it? Well, yeah, well, it's true, yeah. Well, it's another another useless, pointless job, isn't it? Harari's marks, remarks were made in an interview with Chris Anderson, the head of TED, published on Tuesday. So he, went a lot, he carried on with his nonsense and said, a lot of people sense they are being left behind and left out of the story. It is a story. It's been written for thousands of years. Even if their material conditions are relatively good. In the 20th century, what was common to all the stories, the liberal, the fascist, the communist, is that the big heroes of the story were the common people, not necessarily all people. But if you lived, say, in the Soviet Union in the 1930s, it, life was very grim. But when you looked at the propaganda posters in the wall, that depicted the glorious future. You were you were there. You were there in that glorious future. You looked at the posters which showed steel workers, farmers and heroic poses, and it was obvious that this is the future. So what he's saying there is that you were part of that future they were setting up, but not so much now, he's saying. Now, when people look at the posters on the wall or listen to TED Talks, a little plug in there for TED, they, are here, they hear a lot of these big ideas and big words about machine learning and genetic engineering and blockchain and globalisation, and they are not there. They are no longer part of the story or the future. And I think that, again, this is a hypothesis. So he's gone, it's just an idea. It's not, it's an agenda. If I try to understand and to connect the deep resentment of people... In many places around the world, part of what might be going on there is people realise, and they're correct in thinking that, that the future doesn't need them. You are all you, you have all these smart people in California, you don't, and in New York and in Beijing, you absolutely are not smart, they're psychopaths. And they are planning this amazing future with artificial intelligence and bioengineering and in the and in global connectivity and whatnot. And they don't need me. Maybe if they are nice, they will throw some crumbs my way like universal basic income but it's much worse psychologically to feel that you're useless than to feel that you're exploited this is the guy at the world economic forum he's coming out and talking this shit the guy is a psychopath sociopath clearly that's what a sociopath is they always tell you he should be in jail like he can't or at least away from people he can't be put in positions of anything the guy's a lunatic mentally unwell mentally unstable and he thinks he has the right to tell people, anyone else on the planet, whether they should be here or not. He's a fucking idiot. Well, hopefully someone will kick him in the bollocks. Well, he looks about six stones sopping wet, so I wouldn't worry about no, that so much. They get, all do. He might go in the air then. <laughs> so that's what we're dealing with, Gaz. We're dealing with these people. And they're te- as you say, they're telling you out right now. And they've got people so manic and mad and woke and progressively insane that they don't think it's a good idea. They just like they're quite catatonically mad to go and going along with it. Yeah, they are, and that's the that's the the craziest thing. Like we spoke about before, where in March twenty twenty people went from they won't do that to in March twenty twenty one going I don't see a problem with it. Yeah, that's where we're at. But we yeah. need to do podcasts like this help because people there are billions of people out there that don't go along with this shit and I, and that's enough billions of useless people out there yeah. who are useless no to reason their to system yeah well the reason to be is to take down their system and that's why they don't want us here so us useless eaters we're still hungry yeah absolutely let's take it down one one paper clip at a time yeah <laughs> alright guys hope you enjoyed that 
and we'll speak to you in a couple of weeks time please remember to like share and subscribe and all the other stuff see you later see you later be safe in that useless bastards <laughs>